in five, four, three. Hey everybody, this is Danielle. And this is Daniel. And I'm Carla, and we are Hoosier Homicide. A true crime podcast by Hoosiers for Hoosiers, or for anyone that doesn't know what a Hoosier is. Wait, do you know what a Hoosier is? Nope. Uh, nope. Shit. I'll look it up, I promise. We tell true crime stories with some random connection to our home state of Indiana, so come listen. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at Hoosier Homicide. You can also rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes as well as Podbean. We also have a MySpace. No one's come to visit it, yes. <laughs> and for honest to goodness, stay out, out of the, the corn. corn. I like the MySpace thing. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Welcome back to Not Your Mother's Fucking Podcast. Yes. I love it. Yes, thanks to uh, our Facebook group member, Christina, Mm -hmm. for uh, offering that up to us. We fucking love it. Yes. And if you're not in the Facebook group, you should get in the Facebook group. It's You're missing cool. cool shit like that, Dude, man. This, yeah, there were. There's like so much cool. Like at this point, I don't even think it's like, like a lot of it's not even you and I posting shit because I know I personally have not posted in Facebook in uh, all week because I'm on <laughs> fire literally every day. Um, but there's a whole bunch of cool stuff that you guys have been posting, and I always see everybody's stuff, and I try like share some love. Yeah, totally. Um, on everything. So we always see everything that you guys post. Um, and it's just a really cool group of people. Yeah, and we're growing. Is. We are. And there's we're like growing. new faces in the group. So definitely, it's very cool. Definitely new place. Not new new places. New places. New places. Yeah. New places. New places new faces. in Facebook. <laughs> we're reading about that. We're reading about that in House of Leaves. Yes, we are. Yes, places we are. Places in other places that shouldn't be in spaces. Exactly. <laughs> Damn. It's that kind of episode today. It really is. Just it is that kind of episode. But yes. Uh, if I start howling unintelligibly at any point, I'm fine. Are, are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine. I have some tea from Taco Bell. So we're going to just get through. We're going to get through it because you know what? We're not your mother's podcast. We're not your mother's. It's not your mother's Facebook group. It's not your mother's Insta feed. We're just not for your mother in general. So No, just not for your if, if your mother tell her no. Just say no. It's not allowed. Mm-mm, not at all. I mean all. unless she's cool. Yeah. Unless then she's she can, down. Then she can hang out. <laughs> <laughs> not your mother's Facebook group hashtag unless she's down. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I'm about it. I'm into Merch it. ideas. I'm into it. But Assistant? We don't have one. Yeah. Still, may I remind you? <laughs> we have a couple new people in our one Facebook of these group, day- but we don't I'm have an I'm going to tell assistant. you what, Katie. One of these days, one of these days when we finally do have one, and you're going to say that shit. You're going to say, Kenny, we don't have... And then you're going to stop because we'll have one. That'll be beautiful. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Okay. All right. You hold your well, breath for that. I will. I'll hold my breath while we get into our 
Little Shop of Horror. Ooh, who are we talking about today? So uh, this is a really cool shop uh, um, that goes by the name Memento Mori. You can find them on Instagram. They are pretty badass. They have like handcrafted uh, skulls. Now, yes, handcrafted. So these are vegan skulls, um, cruelty-free all the way. Yeah, they didn't get snatched out of any adorable animal's little head. Mm-hmm. And they are 100% vegan, the skulls, not 100% vegan skulls. 100% skulls from 100% vegans. Yes. Skulls no, from wait, vegans. Wait, no. No. No, that's not, no. Nope, not that's that. a prison not sentence. That. Nope. That's yeah. Ed Gein. Yeah, exactly. I doubt they were vegan, though, because they were in Wisconsin. Cut scene to my, like, lamp of, of skulls in my bedroom. <laughs> Those are vegan skulls. Yes, they are they're vegan skulls. We love it. But um, what's really These awesome is better. that, yes, they are. Hey, I got mine at the Cracker Barrel. That's still It's good. true, but these skulls are just, like, these things are freaking gorgeous. Like, the level of detail that goes into, like, each one is just, I, I could stare at it for hours. Oh, yeah, the craftsmanship is amazing, and what's also great is that, like, it's pretty reasonable. And they do jewelry and accessories mm-hmm. and really cute, like, necklaces, pendants, earrings, yeah. uh, that sort of thing. And I'm just totally down for all of it. Like, yeah. Yeah, I like that it's stuff that you could like wear to work or wear or to your to your mother's, uh, <laughs> and it doesn't look like it's definitely. Well, you'd almost have spooky, to look twice but it's at not. It. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't jump out as like, oh, you know, a subtle, that's a fucking skull. She's it's, a subtle spook. Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that, um, but yeah, no, and honestly. The Instagram uh, handle is memento.mori, and it's worth, like, going over there just to check out the feed. I'm obsessed. Oh, yeah, totally. It's, like, amazing. So, Mm -hmm. And they do ship worldwide, which is awesome. And according to them, death is always in fashion. So our one listener in Russia, (laughs) they can ship to you, babe. Yeah. If you need a skull. Australia. If you're short. New Zealand. Uh, South Korea. It's fine. I think there's also like just one. Uh, yeah. All yeah. those places. It's cool. India. Cool. Yeah. There you go. And. That's the world. That we is just, the world. Literally for the rest of the podcast, we just list different countries <laughs> in the world for an hour and 10 minutes. Yep. We just list out countries. So, well, I'm not going to take you to a different country, but I am going to take you to a different state. Oh. Because at the top of this episode... You guys heard the promo for Hoosier Homicide. Hoosier what? Who? I know. Every time I say that, because we're a little bit country, every time I say it, I think of Hoosier Homicide. Hoosier Homicide. It's like Who, some game show where mama? you have to guess the murderer or whatever. But who's your daddy? No. <laughs> if, okay, listen to me. This is very serious. If there is not currently a stripper within the state of Indiana whose stripper <laughs> name is not who's your mama. (laughs) I'm going to have to personally correct that myself because I need that to be part of the world. You just move to Indiana and become who's your mama. (laughs) Only for like a limited weekend engagement because you know I don't do that cold weather. A limited engagement. A limited limited engagement featuring 
Who's your mama? Who's your mama? Why don't we say it like that? Because like know. I don't think Hoosiers have an accent like that. No, they don't. We're just fusing it with Hoosiers. ours. <laughs> anyway, um, Hoosier Homicide is a true crime podcast hosted by Danielle, Daniel, and Carla. Carla threw me for a loop there. You're expecting another D. I was. But it's okay, Carla. We love you. You stand out, baby. You stand out from the crowd. <laughs> um, so they focus on crimes that uh, happened, um, I'm pretty sure, in Indiana. And they kind of, like, dig in. Um, and they, they're they really good. They're very, very thorough. Um, but they're also kind of funny like us. Like, they keep it a little bit lighthearted. They keep it real. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they keep it real. <laughs> so real Hoosier. They are very cool. Very sweet people. Definitely check out their show. They're at Hoosier Homicide on Instagram and Twitter. And they release episodes on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure yep, if that's they that. Do. They so do. after you listen to our episode today, you can go ahead and subscribe to their show and hear them tomorrow. Uh-huh. It's cool. Yep. Do it. Carla wants you to. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your mama wants you to? Who's your mama wants you to? So... We have, uh, well, I feel like we have an exciting episode today. For those of you true Haunted Heart OGs uh, who have been with us for a minute mm-hmm. may remember our second episode where we went into uh, night terrors and sleep demons and everything that can just fucking kill you in your sleep in the middle of the night while you're home alone and comfortable and warm and cozy in your Maybe bed. Maybe like you are right now. Yeah, like you are right now. What's in the corner? You've got the light from your from your iPhone that's dimly uh, lighting your face in the darkness, but what's in the corner? Could be the bocce bot. Probably a big pile of laundry that you need to fold and put away. Listen, bitch, it. that was a read for me, <laughs> and I need you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Okay, this is not the reading episode. We didn't tell them what the topic is. Yes, well, they're I was hanging, going to. They're hanging you... on on our word. <laughs> they're not. Nobody. Well, all right. So, yes, we got to go around the world talking about sleep demons. So this time we are talking about sea creatures and monsters, ghost ships, terror on the sea. That was really good. You did a yeah. good job with that. I tried. You did. Um, yeah, so we're, we talking about sea creatures <laughs> and I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, however, one of the, um, most reputable news sources, the Orlando Sentinel, <laughs> uh, has reported that an alien spaceship has been found off Florida's East coast. Oh, wow. So I just thought I'd let you guys know in researching for this show. I Katie, found they've that. come to take you home. And I just want to read a. I just want to read a little bit. All credit goes to the Orlando Sentinel for this story. I just want to read a little bit, just so you guys know what's going on, because you know we always strive to bring you the breaking news on uh, on the Haunted Heart podcast. So, <laughs> a reality show treasure hunter says he may have found an alien spaceship in the Bahamas oh. using maps and charts created by former NASA astronaut Gordon Cooper. And then the article goes on to, like, detail, like, what he thinks he's found. And it appears to be, like, like, it literally looks just like a piece of maybe, like, a shipwreck. Oh. And he was talking about how it looks like a hand, like, reaching forth with, like, five, like, fingers of fury or something. Like, it, it got really Like, weird. real, real dramatic, like, reaching, like, 
like the it it came down in flames and the only thing that's left is the alien hand sticking out yeah it got it got really to me it just kind of looked like old shipwreck covered in like moss <laughs> ocean moss algae algae coral maybe i'm really qualified to do this episode um <laughs> is there coral in florida i don't know there used to be I think we're killing it. I think oh. that's one of the things that global warming uh, and fake news is killing. Okay. Yeah. Um, Maybe it was an alien spaceship that our space force shot down. <gasps> Maybe it was space ISIS. <laughs> yeah. We got to get off of that. <laughs> we we can't ride that ship too nope. too far. Nope. We can't sail that ship too far. <laughs> um, another just cool piece of like fun thing that I thought would be cool to talk about. Um, so. Before I kind of figured out what I was going to be like zeroing in on for this episode, I took it in a couple different directions. I went the sea monster route and I went the, you know, alien spaceship off the coast of Florida route. And before I kind of settled in on what I'm going to do, I found this really cool story about um, in 2003, scientists apparently tagged a nine foot great white shark in Australia as part of their research study. But when they checked on the tracking device later, um, the device had detected, like they saw something really weird. The device had detected that suddenly, like the sharp's just swimming along, doing his life, right? Being terrifying. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, the shark just plummeted 1,900 feet in a matter of seconds. And its body temperature skyrocketed nearly 20 degrees. What the fuck? Right? And that's what the scientist said, literally, <laughs> verbatim. Um, Me as a scientist? <laughs> yeah. We would be the worst fucking scientists. <laughs> what the fuck? It was ghosts. <laughs> it was down ghosts. down the charts. Cindy. It was ghosts. Sea monsters, it creatures. Got- it got it. It got gifted. Well, I mean, that's kind of what they came up with. The only viable explanation, according to the researchers, was that some sort of massive sea creature must have swallowed the great white shark in a matter of seconds, dragging it deeper and deeper into the ocean and turning it into a meal. And this was, how how big was the shark? It was nine feet long. All right. So it was like a big motherfucker. Like, great whites are known as being like, it was nine feet or three meters for our Australian listeners. Um, they're big motherfuckers, and they're supposed to be one of the biggest motherfuckers in the ocean that, like, eats meat. Like, obviously, like, the whales and stuff, mm-hmm. they're just chomping down on krill. But, like, maybe, they were kind of confused as to what could have eaten it. Maybe, maybe it was megalodon. the Meg. Ah! Maybe it's fucking Megalodon. You knew I was going to make that segue. Hell yeah. You know if Megalodon was real, bitch would be living up in Australia. I'm going to tell you, you what. You know they would. I have heard that movie has done really well. I almost went to see it at the drive-in, but I didn't get to, and I'm devastated because it's like the perfect drive-in movie. It really right? is. I mean, it's got uh, Jason Statham in it, which I think it's Statham. Statham. I Statham? hate to do that to you, but I Statham? thought his name was Statham as well, and I got clocked Statham. really hard in public. Once. Who clocked you about that? <laughs> I don't know. Like some random person, like not even a movie person. Just some random person, some girl. She, some think, fan girl. It was yeah, a fan girl. Yeah, I think she liked him. And, but Statham. she just, she okay. caught me so irrevocably. Okay. Statham. It was traumatizing. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I've been, I've, I've, I'm surprised. I thought that it was going to be one of those, like, and I haven't seen it, so I can't say if it is or if it isn't, but I mean, it seems to be getting really good reviews. And I just thought it was going to be one of those, like, random, you know, like Sharknado. Yeah. 
I was like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. No, I think it's, I, I mean, I'll probably watch it. That's fucking terrifying. That's yeah. why I don't get in the ocean. I here, I I do not get in the ocean. You don't you avoid bodies of water in general. I mean, yes. Like you don't get in the pool either. I mean, yes. Okay. <laughs> Listen. I don't do water unless I'm in a bath or shower. <laughs> here we or are. Or maybe a shallow fountain. In the terror on the sea episode, Kenny. I don't do water. I don't. I don't do water, especially water where I can't see the bottom i don't trust it no uh my grandfather used to have a lake house and so like i used to go swimming and like i don't know i just developed a fear of like what the fuck is under there i don't i i'm okay with the ocean and i'm okay with the pool i don't like lakes i have a thing with lakes i can't do the because lakes i feel like there are snakes in there specifically like there are lake specific snakes that I cannot and will not fuck with. Mm. Nah, I'm not, I'm not trying to have a fucking snake coil its ray. Well, see, that's the thing. And then also, leg. like, lakes have, uh, like, pieces of wood and shit that are all at the bottom. So, like, you never really know, like, what it is. Yeah, and rocks and shit. On. You know, I fractured no. my ankle once in a, in a river. Yeah. Did we talk about that on the show? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I fucking jumped in. Everybody was having a great time at summer camp swimming in this fucking river and I was really paranoid because I was a little baby witch and I didn't know it back then but I was really paranoid that I was going to jump in and hit a rock and hurt myself and so I was talking to the guy who owned the lake and I was like or the river and I was like okay but are there rocks in here and he was like no there's no rocks in there and I was like but that seems unusual to me because it's you know a wild place where there would be rocks and he eventually got exasperated with me, and he was like, okay, I went in earlier this morning, and I got all the rocks out of the river. <laughs> and I kind of sort of knew he was lying, but I was like, okay, well, I'm going to let this, you know, comfort me enough that I can swim with the other normal children. Climbed up, went to the top of the hill where everyone had been jumping off for, like, 30 minutes. First jump. Smacked my ankle on a rock, fractured that motherfucker. Fuck. <laughs> and that's exactly what I said when I came up <laughs> out of the water, too. I was pissed as hell. Bitch new intuition. Yeah. I spent a lot of time in bodies of water when I was growing up, and I just, I just stopped. I think the last <laughs> time I was in the ocean, I think the last time I was in the ocean, I was about a little over waist deep, and I got to looking, and all of a sudden, I realized I was surrounded by a fucking school of jellyfish. Like, they were starting to uh-uh. surround me. Uh-uh. And I was like, I they saw said, one. let us get us this milkshake right. over here. He looks like a hefty glass. <laughs> I saw one, and then I was like, oh, oh, oh. And then, like, I saw another one. And then it was like another one. And then all of a sudden, and it's like it that And DJ Khaled up. status. Right. Another one. <laughs> another one. Another one. No, but it's like, and then the scene pans upward, and then, like, you just see, like, fucking swarms of jellyfish coming my way in the shape of a giant jellyfish yeah i backed the fuck up out the water i ain't been in since <laughs> them jellyfish are out there i waiting. ain't i ain't they're in the water just floating <laughs> maliciously <laughs> nope i don't do it floating do maliciously it. waiting mm-hmm. on you every time you go to the beach nope don't do it don't do it no. yeah so i um yeah so i haven't seen meg but my personal recommendation uh for a movie that you should see if you have not seen it is ghost ship uh Mm. i watched that again recently for this episode 
Mm. And because I'd seen it, I'd seen it a long time ago, but had kind of forgotten a little bit about it. But 2002, um, it's an American Australian horror film, and it's also directed by Steve Beck, who did 13 Ghosts. Mm -hmm. I believe we talked about that before. Um, but it stars like a really young Emily Browning, uh, and it's got uh, Juliana Margulies, I believe. Margulies, Margulies, yeah. Um, Anglais, maybe. <laughs> but it's noted for its incredible opening scene, where everyone on deck becomes sliced by that thin piece of wire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and media website coming soon actually listed this film as having one of the greatest opening sequences in horror movie history. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I would have to agree. Maybe not the greatest, but it's definitely up top. Up there. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely up top. So it's really about um, this group of people and they like salvage boats for a living. Mm-hmm. And this like creepy guy comes up and is like, hey, I found this boat, this random boat. In the ocean, why don't you come and like? Why does check that sound like a song? <laughs> I found this boat. I'm this on a boat. boat. Uh, I am a ghost. Yeah, right. <laughs> so they go and check it out, and then like all of this creepy shit um, starts happening, uh, and they start getting picked off one by one. Mm. That, isn't that the way it always goes? It is. It's always it is. the way. It's one of my fa- It's a really good... It, it got a lot of shit when it first came out. Like, it doesn't have really great reviews. But TBH, like, I think it's pretty great. So, I mean, you've got ghosts. You've got double-crossing murderous crewmates. You've got stolen treasure. You've got demons. I mean, what else could you want from an early 2000s horror yeah. film? You got ghosts. You got ships. You got ghost ships. Right. I mean, and who cares Who cares what the fuck critics thought in 2002? In 2002, I believed I was straight. We all have the ability to change. <laughs> so, oh, there's that. That's true. It's funny that you talked about ghost ship. Do you have a ghost ship? No, I don't have a ghost ship. You, I have You have two. the ghost ship. I have two ghost ships. All right, Actually. so I think we should explain what a ghost ship is. Okay. Do you want to take the lead? Yes, I will. So a ghost ship is a ship of ghosts. Good. Are we clear <laughs> on it? Moving no, forward. No, it's te- it's an actual term uh, for an unmanned uh, ship that has made its way out to sea and is floating around. Uh, typically, you don't know why typically it's a ship that has been lost like yeah there's no crew members like and yeah. there's nobody around it's just a random ship right that's so found. back in the day before we were constantly connected to each other at all time and part of the corporate hive mind um when you went out on a boat to sea like if the boat capsized and you went overboard that's kind of it <laughs> <laughs> You know, nobody really knew what happened to you. And then, like, years later, because, and oftentimes, like, it would be, like, months to years later, the boat would correct itself, would right itself, and would just continue sailing around unmanned. (laughs) And so somebody would run into it, and they'd be like, well, this is creepy. But a lot of times it would be because the boat had capsized and the crew had been lost to the waves. Yeah, or abandoned, like, for whatever reason, and they just left it floating around. Right. 
being being creepy, mm-hmm. staying spooky. So, um, I guess I can get into. I'll do the most famous go, ghost ship first, um, and then and then we'll come back and do the first one. Okay. Um, not necessarily the first, but like the first major recognized one. Um, so first, we'll talk about the Mary Celeste. The Mary Celeste. The Mary Celeste. Mary Doesn't she Celeste. sound like she would be like the leader of the popular kids group Mary in Celeste. high school? Mary Celeste. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I don't like her. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think it would work out for us. But um, 1892. I'm sorry, 1872. <laughs> I'm doing a great job already. <laughs> that was so long ago. What is 20 years? In 1872, after only one month at sea, the Mary Celeste was found off the coast of Portugal. Okay. Appearing to be aimlessly floating along with no crew aboard. When those who discovered the curious boat boarded the ship, not a single member of the crew was anywhere to be found. There were no signs of foul play present, and all of the crew members' belongings were still intact and completely undisturbed. It was as though everybody on board had just vanished. Poof. The ship's only lifeboat was the only thing that was missing. And what caused the entire crew to leave the ship behind is a mystery to this day. Um, Piracy and mutiny were obviously ruled out because there weren't any signs of violence. There weren't any signs of struggle. And all the crew's belongings were left untouched. Over the years, people have theorized that the crew maybe abandoned the ship or perhaps the Mary Celeste succumbed to the mysteries of the Bermuda Triangle. Either way, legend has it that every time the ship has changed hands, the new owner would sell it after hearing about its history of bad luck. In 1887, the boat was purposefully destroyed by its owner. Ooh. Mm Mm-mm. That's the story of the Mary Celeste. And I actually did look into that. Like, I wanted to tell it that way because it's more fun. I looked into it, and the owner purposefully destroyed it, not because it was a demon ghost ship from hell that was bound to curse the world, but because of insurance fraud. Oh, yeah. I remember reading about that. Yeah. Was that fact, though, or was that, like, suspected? I think that's still suspected. No, I think it was fucking insurance fraud. (laughs) Like, I'm going to be real with you. (laughs) I think it was probably fraud. I would like to think that it was like a mission to destroy this like demon boat from purgatory. Well, why couldn't it be both? Maybe so. <laughs> and you wanted to get a check from Geico for it. I mean, I would. Got you to destroy this boat girl. and get my my coin. And <laughs> <laughs> get a little bit of coin. Opportunistic. Yes. Hero. I remember um, reading because I know with the Mary Celeste the ship's log had been entered in like a few days prior and nothing was like yeah, nothing out was of amiss. the ordinary like yeah. nothing was out of the ordinary yeah um and I think, I think it was actually uh three days prior yeah if i'm correct and i think what i remember Maybe five days. is a f- group of like fishermen i think stumbled upon the boat first mm-hmm. uh and was like okay this is a little weird yeah, like, can you fucking imagine, like, being out in the ocean, which is kind of scary, like, in general. Yeah. Um, but, like, 
coming up on a ship that just has nobody on board and it's just totally fucking silent and dead and like the sail is just like billowing in the wind mm-hmm. aimlessly. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Launch the torpedoes, team. <laughs> we gotta go. I'm not fucking with that. Not to mention that sailors are like the most superstitious people ever. Oh, they really are. There's so many like tales that like we could not get into it in one episode. So yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of cool stuff. One of that we're not going to talk about. Sorry, <laughs> there's a lot no. of really cool shit. But you're not going to get here. <laughs> nah, maybe we'll swing back. Oh, we always will. We'll swing back. We'll turn that boat right back around. We, we always tap back on that ass one of my favorite ghost ship stories um is actually like there's nothing really supernatural about it but it's Mm -hmm. still fucking terrifying yeah uh oh there's plenty about the sea that's just scary (laughs) and fucking general right 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 so my favorite ghost ship story (laughs) um, is, is about how the black plague came to northern europe Oh, huh. I thought it was rats. Yes. I thought it was fleas on rats. Yes. Okay. So we know that in the mid-1300s, the Black Plague made its way into Europe, which created one of the most profound religious, social, and economic upheavals in European history. And then it killed almost 30 to 60% of Europe's population. Mm Mm-hmm. We know, again, that the fleas were the main cause of the spread of the plague, but so was capitalism. Trade routes were a huge factor in the spread of the disease as these fleas on the rats were literally carried around the world. So, Mm. while everyone was freaking out in southern Europe over the spread of the plague, everyone in the north was just chilling. They thought, okay, we're up here. It's cold. And if it hasn't arrived here by now, then obviously we're not going to get it. (laughs) Okay. Cut scene to three months later and everybody's just dead. (laughs) Uh... No, but in all seriousness, so in 1349, an English trade ship carrying wool uh, and other livestock set off for a northern destination when the creeping death slowly began to take over. All attempts to quarantine the sick failed, and every last person on board perished from the plague. The ship, now a ghost ship, could have just set set sail on until it sank, but it didn't. As fate would have it, the ship made its way to Norway and ran aground near Bergen Harbor, uh, and the livestock carrying the disease escaped the ship, and the rest is history. It hit Norway, spread through Sweden, and then ruthlessly hit Russia by 1351. Hmm. So that is how a ghost ship brought the Black Plague to Northern Europe. Damn, wouldn't that have been crazy though if it had just like sailed around the, um, like the ocean for like, and been I don't like know, a ticking time bomb, like fifty years or whatever, and then yeah. like hit America, and we wouldn't know what the fuck to do because <laughs> the plague wouldn't have been that big of a deal then, right? Right. So we wouldn't have like. Did you know that you can still get that? The plague. Yeah, you can still oh. get plague. Oh, okay. Like it's a thing. It's a, like a medical diagnosis. Oh, okay. And every now and then there'll be like a couple cases of it. It's crazy. Ooh. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I just thought that this was... It's treatable now. Like, you don't die. So. This was um, this was really interesting to, me, interesting to me. I actually researched this last year because I did a Halloween character based off of it for our um, uh, mm-hmm. witch's party last year and created a whole story around uh, 
this ghost ship and how it came and crashed and spread the plague. Um, so I might share that on our Patreon. Yeah. That little story that I wrote and created about that. So You should. I think that would be cute. So, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I have some more ghost ship realness. Oh. If you, if you want that. Yeah. If you're looking for it. Yeah. Um, so I told you I was going to tell you about the, well, I told you what I was going to tell you. Now I'm going to tell you what I told you. Um, <laughs> so we talked about the Mary Celeste, which is probably one of the most famous ghost ships. Um, yes. But one of the first ones was the Orang Medan. Have you heard of it? Mm-hmm. No, I have not. Face, so I'm assuming you don't. Um, so the legend of the Orang Medan may be one of the creepiest maritime ghost stories ever told. So the name Orang Medan, which I'm sure I'm pronouncing horrifically wrong, uh, it means the man from Medan. Okay. Which is creepy in itself. Like something yeah, about mm-hmm. that freaks me the mm-hmm. fuck out. Like mm-hmm. if, if it's mm-hmm. a boat, it should be called the boat from Madon, not the man from Madon. <laughs> I'm not into it. The man from Madon, no. So this story um, has kind of popped up at different times throughout the years for like almost, a, not for like 70 years now. Um, so its first appearance was in a series of three articles in the Dutch. Indonesian newspaper, De Economotif. Ooh, that, okay. Good job. Yeah, don't congratulate me. I'm sure I fucked it up. <laughs> the Dutch can tell me. Um, <laughs> you can email me, baby, but I won't be able to read it, so who's the winner? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no. Um, so the article first appeared um, February, there was one February 3rd of 1948, one February 28th of 1948, and then one March 13th of that same year. Uh, It's mostly the same as the later versions, but there are a couple differences. So, the name of the ship, the Orang Madan, is actually never mentioned in the first couple articles, but the location of the encounter is all of the reports are within about 400 nautical miles from each other. Okay. Which apparently 400 nautical miles is equal to 460 regular miles. Oh, okay. Thanks for clarifying. I don't know why you got to be all like America and have miles. a different system of measurement or whatever. Nautical miles. Nautical miles, yeah. Uh, so within about 400 nautical miles southeast of the Marshall Islands. Um, so there, the second and third articles in the three article set described the experience of a sole survivor of the Orang Madan crew who was found by an Italian missionary on Toangji Atoll, which is located in the Marshall Islands. Um, The man, before he died, told the missionary that the ship was carrying a badly stowed cargo of sulfuric acid. And that most of the crew had perished because the poisonous fumes escaped from the broken containers that the sulfuric acid was being carried in. Yeah. I mean, sounds like an OSHA (laughs) violation to me. I mean, I'm just saying. Um, According to this story, the Orang Madan was sailing from an unnamed small Chinese port to Costa Rica and deliberately avoided the authorities because of their cargo. The survivor, an unnamed German man, died after telling his story to the missionary, who then told her story to the author of the newspaper. 
articles or whatever. Um, so obviously people were like, okay, they're probably fucking with us, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the, the whole, that's part of the legend of this ship is like, nobody really knows if it's real or not. And there are reports, but the reports are kind of like, eh, and it's maybe not real, but also it's kind of like a thing where nobody wants to find out for sure. You sure don't want to fucking see it mm-hmm. when you're out sailing. Nope, I would not. So both the story and the ship's existence in general are unconfirmed. Details of the vessel's construction and its history remain a mystery. Do you like how I rhymed? Yes, I did. Um, No official registration or accident investigation has ever been found, and yet the tale continues to persist. The first mention of the Orangmadon in English was a story that was first published in the Albany Times in October of 1948. And that story is very, uh, it's sort of similar, um, but in that story, there are no survivors. Two American ships received a signal from a Dutch cargo ship that was in distress. When the rescuers got there to the ship and boarded it to save the crew... The entire crew was dead. Ooh, without no, no, no. without any signs of foul play. Oh shit! So they were. Just That's why dead. you don't answer distress calls, people. <laughs> you like you do if someone's screaming and crying and hollering and and cut up and bloodied at your front door. You turn off that that porch light. Oh no! <laughs> you gotta call nine one one. Like That's that old couple did, Lori Strode in the original Halloween. <laughs> Is that you and me as elderly t- people? <laughs> Is that us? Yes, it may be horrible, but guess what? Guess who had a good night's sleep? <laughs> guess who's in bed? You are terrible. Don't tell our people to be that. Help each other. Love each other. Take care of each other. I mean, yes, help and love, but don't fuck yourself up. <laughs> so, the American rescuers board. Everyone's dead. No sign of foul play. It is said... That terror was frozen on the faces of the corpses aboard the Orang Madan. And all throughout the ship, many of the corpses died with their arms reaching out for help. Oh, no. Before an investigation could get underway, so we can figure out what the fuck happened, the ship spontaneously burst into flames. Oh, my fucking God. Are you serious? Burning any evidence which may have helped solve the mystery of the Orang Madan. That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Um, so there are a couple of theories, obviously. We'll run through them really quickly. Um, of course, the story that was published in the Dutch paper about uh, unsecured hazardous materials, uh, the sulfuric acid being carried. I can't fucking say that word. Sulfuric. Sulfuric acid. Sulfuric. 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 The acid that comes from sulfur. Uh, that one. Um the story that was published in the Danish in the Dutch paper um, about that. So we kind of went through that. Um, the sea. So people actually did studies, and they said that the seawater could have entered the ship's hold and reacted with the sulfuric acid to re- release toxic gases, which would then cause the crew to succumb to asphyxia mm, as okay. they breathed it in. And the seawater would have reacted with... Um, there were a couple other things that they thought they could be carrying depending on the time period. Um, nitroglycerin was one of them, which would also have reacted with seawater, causing basically the explosion. Um, 
So a nice way to explain that away so we can all get some sleep. <laughs> um, another theory, actually, is that they were transporting nerve gas, which the Japanese military, military had been storing in China during the First World War. Or the Second World The Second World War. Am I an idiot? I yeah. am. <laughs> the Second World wow, War. Wow, okay, history. <laughs> um, it's fine. I have a degree in history. It's good. Um, sometimes I just get nervous. Um, so it kind of works out with the time period that they could have been transporting that nerve gas back. Um, no U.S. ship could transport that nerve gas as it would leave a paper trail. Mm, okay. Um, because we made Japan hand all that nerve gas over to us, but we didn't fucking want it on paper because we're shady like that, right? Got it. Got it. Um, so shady boots. It's possible that that was loaded onto a non-registered ship for transport to the U.S. and then it, hilarity ensued, or you know, horror. I was gonna, yes, and then terror ensued. Terror ensued. Terror on the sea, in fact. <laughs> yes. Specifically. Um, so another theory that we haven't heard is carbon monoxide poisoning. Um, it's been put forward that um, an undetected smoldering fire or a malfunction in the ship's boiler system actually could have been responsible for the shipwreck. Um, the carbon monoxide that it would have given off could have caused the deaths of everybody on board, and then the fire could have gotten out of control and burned the whole ship down. So that kind of makes sense, too, mm-hmm. a little. And then there's another theory uh, that, this is my favorite theory. It's just called Paranormal. Is it ghosts? <laughs> is it ghosts? No, but it does tie in. Uh, it's called Paranormal Phenomena. Okay. I'm down. That's all you got to say. So it's, Like your mama, I'm down. It's been put forward uh, beginning in 1953, so relatively soon, right? Because it first appeared, the report first appeared in 1948. Uh, 1953, uh, it was speculated that the crew could have been attacked by a UFO. <laughs> Maybe it was that Maybe fucking it ship. Was that fucking, yes. Maybe it was that UFO off the coast it of was Florida. That alien, it was that alien ship. They fucking circled over to the Marshall Islands, fucked some shit up, and then came right on down to Florida. That's a big... And parked that shit. That's a big time. Off the coast. That's time, a big time. Time frame. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's big, a big time. time. Well, they've just been laying low. You know what I'm saying? Keeping a low profile underneath the ocean of Florida. They realized they fucked up, and they're like, oh, shit. Anybody else find it funny that the aliens would go to Florida first? Because it no, just kind of no, makes sense. I mean, sense. yes, it's funny, but I'm, I'm not surprised. <laughs> not surprised. I feel like all of Florida, that like, it's just inhabited by aliens. Yeah. Yeah. We just don't know. Maybe. No offense to you if you're in Florida. Love you. Love Flor- Floridians. St. Beach, St. Petersburg. Fucking gorgeous. St. Petersburg, Florida. Love it. But I'm just saying, that wouldn't surprise me. That's true. If everybody in Florida just ripped off their flesh masks and was like, and then, you know, started the takeover of the world. It's cool. I mean, I would try to befriend them. Wow. Anywho, um, the evidence... <laughs> The evidence for this uh, UFO argument, as you can imagine, is perhaps not as robust as the scientific evidence for an unsecured hazardous materials transport. (laughs) You Uh, don't say. However, uh, it was pointed out (laughs) 
the author of the article that I was reading uh, called it, point, made sure to point it out that it was circumstantial evidence. <laughs> so the circumstantial evidence that was cited uh, by the paranormal folks uh, included the absence of a natural cause of death for anyone on board, the reportedly terrified expressions on the faces of the deceased, and rumors that some of the dead were pointing towards an unknown enemy. Now, I just have to say that it might not be an alien for me to have a nasty look on my face, girl. Right. I might have just been having me a moment. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You might have been having it out with somebody. Maybe you so. Know? It might not be. Getting and maybe caught. I wouldn't have a disgusted look on my face when beholding an alien. Maybe I'm open to it. Some people are. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I want to make it clear. I'm actually very frightened of it. It makes me deeply uncomfortable. No, 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 no. Deeply. Uh, yeah, I could see. It's kind of like, um, you remember hearing about that, uh, like, fossil of a human that they found? <laughs> Not me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that, like, fossil of a human that they found in, um, I think, was it Pompeii, who looks like he Ooh. died in the position of masturbating. Yeah. yeah. Damn it. <laughs> you know what though? What? I mean, he was keeping it real. I mean, I'm just till saying. the end. I'm just saying. If you gotta go anyway, shoot. I ain't trying to be running my last minutes. The volcano came, and so did he. <laughs> there you go. Immortalized forever. <laughs> Do you think he was trying to time it so that he would shoot like right at the? I would hope so. <laughs> I would hope so. I would I would definitely hope so. I have yeah. to see that. I'm going to have to Google that, actually. Well, so ghost ships are not the only thing that uh, is terrifying on the sea. Okay. So, because we promised them some creatures, uh, some sea creatures. Uh-huh. Are we going to talk sea creatures? A little bit. We're going to talk. A little bit. Critters? We're going to go from the ships down to the waters. Deep. From, from the, from, okay. That was good. Uh-huh. So, all right. So my little story previously about the ghost ship off Norway. Uh, you may have heard about a creature that lives off the coast of Norway. That's my theme this week. Norway? Yes. <laughs> my theme is norway you thought it was gonna be the terror on the sea episode but it's Psych actually the terror norway. in norway <laughs> terror in norway um that's actually where the kraken supposedly Shit. lives you scared the fuck out of me and i was looking at you too you know the kraken right yeah i think i got really drunk off that one time in uh, no. college no You've seen Pirates of the Caribbean. I yes. know you have. The I know Kraken. the Kraken. I'm familiar. The I was making a joke about I rum. I, 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 I realize that. I don't do the rum. I'm not an alcoholic like you. Anyway. It's fine. <laughs> the first step is acceptance, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes, it is. So the Kraken, noted as the hugest monster in the sea. Maybe he's what like brought down that fucking shark. Probably fucking so, dude. I mean, it says that he is so large that he can swallow ships and whales whole. So, I'm just saying. For some reason, the way that you phrased that made me think, you know how, like, there was that weird time in the mid-2000s when rappers would, like, they would state their largeness 
as a as a like structure of their fame. Like Lil Lil Wayne used to do that not a lot. He'd be like, I feel like colossal, and I oh. I just had this image of like the Kraken is like I'm so large <laughs> with like a hat. Yeah. <laughs> well, he was so large that people used to mistake it for an island, supposedly, and you try to what? dock. Everybody is beautiful. <laughs> I just want y'all to know. Body positive. Everybody is beautiful. Because they would try to dock right on top of them. Shit. That's never good. I mean, that's got to be annoying. I mean, I'd be pissed as fuck, too. I'd be a pissed as fuck sea creature, too, if somebody kept trying to dock their fucking ship he on my ass. He was really sweet. He just wanted his ass to be a no parking zone. Girl, I will eat you and your ship. Do not. <laughs> I don't blame him. So the kraken that we know today is... The kraken is is like your spirit animal. He really is. (laughs) If you get into, like what I'm about to get into, I thought about that. I'm like, I kind of relate to the kraken. (laughs) I really do. I kind of relate. You'll see why. (laughs) So the kraken that we know today is generally described as a rather large octopus or squid. But the original legend described by the king of Norway in 1180 says that the kraken is more, or he described it as more crab-like. Mm. So originally it's supposed to be more like a crab, not like the octopus or squid that we Oh, come so to no know tentacles. Of. Yeah. More like hard More like claws. claws. Yeah, yeah. So a very flat body with dozens of very long, flexible arms, long enough to reach out of the water and snap a ship's mast like a pencil. Now, fun fact, up until the 18th century, the kraken was actually a part of a real classification of sea creatures noted by prominent scientist Carl Linnaeus. So Mm. they thought that shit was real. But it's funny because like even in like his little notes with it it was like real creatures you know and he's got his list and then you've got like the kraken and it's like i've never seen this before <laughs> but, no and i'm serious that's how it was noted it's like i've never witnessed this before <laughs> but i'm gonna document it as a real I don't live know if it's real, thing. but it seems like it would be a fun thing if it was real right? that's like if you and i did like the scientific phylums of like animals and shit right so he gets this reputation for being this super dangerous sea creature. But in reality, he's not out to get humans. He's not a human hunter. And he's actually kind of passive and lazy. Here's where we start getting into me. (laughs) So most of the time, the humans and the ships are just in his way. Kind of like a wrong place at the wrong time situation. Mm -hmm. So a ship may or may not just happen to be there when the Kraken decides he's hungry and wants to devour large portions of fish. That is, of course, unless you're trying to dock your fucking ship on him, and then he just mercilessly rips your shit to shreds. I thought you were about to say he mercifully does that. No, mercilessly. He was like, oh, dear child, (laughs) I'm no island. And then he just, like, wrecks your life. Mercilessly wrecks your shit. Hmm. One of the most interesting things about the Kraken is how he hunts. It's like a cycle. Once he has devoured a round of fish, roughly about like a few thousand, it takes about three months for him to digest his food. And when he's hungry again, he regurgitates all of like the leftover fish muck around him. Fish muck. Yeah. Fish muck. There's a phrase Mm -hmm. that I bet you don't like as a listener. Fish muck. Ugh. So this causes the water to become muddied, which disguises the kraken from the fish who... 
are actually attracted to the regurgitated bits of other fish. What? So, yeah. Fish are weird. <laughs> they really are. Fish are really weird. So the fish are attracted by this trap, and once they're there, the kraken just opens his mouth and swallows them all whole, and thus repeats the cycle all over again. So fishermen used to actually brave getting close to the kraken so that they could reap some of the spoils of the kraken's hunt, which is also another way to get your shit fucked up. I mean, do not come for my food. Mm-hmm. This is my shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is my regurgitated fish I mean, fish this, these are my fish. You coming over here, you, you parking <laughs> your boat on my ass, you taking my food. Bitch, no. Down to the depths with you. I'm snapping your shit in two. <laughs> Down to the depths with you. <laughs> I wanted you just wave your fucking. I would wave my fucking tentacle and just bam, <laughs> destroy, smack that fucking ship right in two. Don't think I wouldn't. You'd be like, "Hey, girl." Hey. Now I want like an animated kraken creature that you can just like do the voiceover work for. <laughs> Get the fuck I'm out! I'm just my saying, ocean. you always see the kraken as like this like nasty like crazy bees he's just trying to fucking enjoy his life he lives most of the time like on the bottom of the ocean sleeping away until he's hungry and he wants his food and then he comes up that's all i'm saying are you stumping for like kraken rights i i'm i'm just saying (laughs) so now as we all know modern day explanations uh say that giant squids are what the kraken was that's what they were seeing oh that they were seeing giant that makes that yeah. kind of makes sense yeah so that they were seeing uh giant squids which um actually do get fairly large because they're giant <laughs> there you go um i don't think they Facts. would be large enough to like With the haunted heart <laughs> giant squids get large get large i don't think that they would be large enough to like snap a whole ship into yeah i could be wrong i don't think so Unless there's one fucking, like, way down in the bottom. <laughs> He's listening to the podcast. He's our one listener that, like, like, we can't. That. Like, there's one listener that we can't pinpoint. It doesn't show up anywhere on the map. <laughs> it's just down in the ocean. Yeah, I mean, you never know. I don't know what the fuck is down at the bottom of the ocean. That's Nobody why I don't fucking really get does. in it. That's the thing that's so weird and scary about the ocean is that, like, we actually know more about space than we do about the fucking ocean that's insane because we can't go down like all the way (laughs) (laughs) we're that girl (laughs) that's what she said no um but like there's there's we can only go down i bet who's your mama could go down all the way (laughs) (laughs) who's your mama could plunge the depths Damn. <laughs> this All is right. a weird episode, you guys. I'm sorry. No, I get what you're saying, though. I like. I it, feel really bad for all the people who are like, oh, let me check out this podcast. We're sorry. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> no. No, but it's serious. That's like, you look down, and even like, we can get into like all of these mythical creatures and all of that other stuff, but like, you get some actual fucking real live scary ass shit going on there i don't fucks with no angler fish by the way mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. no 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 ma'am mm-hmm. don't do it mm-hmm. yeah no it's not good it's very scary there's a lot of really um creepy fish that are potentially maybe still in the ocean and then prehistoric creatures too were very there was just a lot of cool stuff well that's what like um 
that's what the Meg was supposed to be, right? Like, yeah, it's Megalodon. The, yeah, that's it was that, supposed to be um, the ancestor of the sharks because he was like a big motherfucker. A huge ass. Not like, uh, I'm not even going to get into it. I almost brought up the JP word, but I'm not going there. Uh, the JP word? The, the JP film, Jurassic Park. Oh, no. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, I thought we were segueing into Jaws and like... And then you said P, and I was like, Jaws <laughs> persons? Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, no, we can't get into that. But no, there was a lot of cool stuff. And uh, I think I'm going to share some of the more creepy ocean critters that I found um, for this week's episode. I think I'm going to share some of that like extra content on Patreon. So I'll make a, a video or whatever for that. Yeah. So. Uh, there's some like yeah there's a lot of there's a lot (laughs) it was like we talked about the kraken but like you get so many other like creepy things like japan has the ninjin have you ever heard of that yeah i uh maybe it's like i'm thinking of the gin which is no 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 the ninjin um the ninjin the ninjin no that motherfucker lives off of uh the in the Antarctic, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, in the Antarctic, and it's like this like creepy humanoid like white thing uh-uh. that's like bald. Uh-uh. It's nope. got arms mm-hmm. and a round mm-hmm. face with mm-hmm. like dots and like a. No, I don't. I don't like fuck with grin. humanoid things. That's a word. That's a buzzword for me. Humanoid. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. No, thank you, ma'am. And ninja actually means human in Japan. Fuck that. <laughs> no. Nope, fuck that. We're not talking about it. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Yeah, so we'll, uh, I don't know where that was going. (laughs) Well, what, Katie? I don't know. We'll never, hope we never meet a fucking ninja. Uh Uh-uh. And, well, and also I have something else. Like, there's actually a, uh, since you're Scottish. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we think. 23andMe still has not fucking gotten back to me. It takes a while. No, I'm scared they're about to send me a fucking letter that's like, you don't have DNA. Nah, it takes a while. It takes several months. I heard that story. There were like two people on Reddit. It takes a couple months to get that back. No, I'm just saying there were two people on Reddit that actually literally got letters from the company that they they made them sign a form saying that they wouldn't resubmit their samples. They were like, we regret to inform you that we couldn't uh, source your sample for a test. Well, uh, that's mostly due to the fact that they again. didn't fucking submit it properly. They probably no. had too many spit bubbles. No, dude. I think it was like some weird shit. Like they're aliens. They're from Florida. No. It's fine. Well, I found this for you because it was Scottish. Okay. Uh, I cannot even, I'm not even going to try to attempt to pronounce the fucking name. Yeah, okay. It was the probably The Ike. I can't pronounce it, sorry. But it's actually a supernatural water horse. That's cool. That can disguise itself as like a pretty horse or a pony and use its charm to invite anyone to hop on for a ride. So the gig is (laughs) once you touch, once you touch it, it shows its true form as this like evil spirit and your hands you stick to the skin of it like you cannot let go like it your hand is adhered to the horse or to this creature 
and it essentially drags you to the nearest body of water with it you drown and it fucking tears you apart mm. in the water that's why you wear gloves bitch you just slip <laughs> right out of that thing like eh, eh. could you imagine though Mm-mm. Yeah. i just found that just and i was seems, like that's fucking terrifying it's excessive it seems excessively violent like it's gonna trick you and then drag you into the water then drown you only to tear you apart and consume you like that just seems like a lot yeah Mm-mm. i need you to pick one you can drown me, or you can tear me to bits, or you can consume me. You know what I mean? But all three seems like a lot. Yeah, no. It does seem like a Scottish thing, though. I think I they probably told that story it. to quit getting... Stop touching my shit. Yeah. <laughs> I think that probably that story... That's where was... a lot of the... That's where a lot... Of, yeah, that's where a lot of the stuff comes from. Not just, like, talking about, like, these creatures and a lot of this, but it's, like, cautionary tales. Like, stop don't do this or you know stop going on board the ghost you. ship just <laughs> right. fucking don't right so, so. that's cool <laughs> well that's i guess that's oceanic terror that's terror on the sea for you this evening guys i want to know i want to know who is afraid of the ocean i wouldn't I'm say that afraid i'm afraid of, of it. i'm afraid of the fucking ocean i would say that like it like if I, I don't want to get on a boat and like sail the fucking ocean and be out in the dark by myself in the middle of the ocean surrounded by sharks and like fucking megalodon and shit. But like, I, don't, I wouldn't say that I'm scared of it. Like I still put, I still get in it when I go to the beach and stuff. Mm-mm. And I like the ocean. Mm-mm. But I want to know who's, who's scared of it and why. Do you need sharks? Things kill you in the ocean. I mean, but I think. Like, I think there was, I think I saw something the other day that was like, babies kill more people than sharks do. And I believe that. I mean, (laughs) maybe, but listen. I don't have a baby I don't have a baby. Nor do I I plan on having one. And I'm also not getting in the ocean. I don't have a baby or a shark. So (laughs) I'm just saying, survivalist over here. What if you had a shark baby? I don't fuck with them either. (laughs) <laughs> the little baby sharks, they're the ones that will swim up to they the fucking edge of the damn mm-hmm. ocean and fucking nip at your ass. Hell no. I don't trust shit. The fucking ocean killed Steve Irwin. I don't <laughs> fuck with it. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck the ocean. No, actually, don't fuck the ocean. Keep it clean. Don't pollute it. It's there for a reason. That's true. I'm just not. I, I love it from over here. <laughs> we love the ghost ships and the stories of how creepy it is. I love it from over here. We're good. All right. Well, I hope that everyone, to the like few listeners who are on their beach trip for the summer, ah. enjoy. Yes. I hope, I enjoy hope you had this. fun on this episode. Did your cat just run headfirst into the fucking trash I can? I feel like my cat just hit the trash can. Yes, he did. Headfirst. God damn it. That's a special one. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho, we'll go get him out of the trash. All trash right. cat. Thank you so much for tuning in. Yes. As always, uh, check us out on Facebook and our on our beautiful Facebook group that we mentioned at the top of the yes. episode. All you have to do is search the Haunted Heart uh, podcast, and it should bring you to our closed group. You can request to join. Um, and once you request, we will automatically accept you unless you are a serial killer or a ghost ship. Mm-hmm. 
in which case we're going to have to think about it for a period of 24 to 48 hours. Yes. And then we'll probably accept you anyway. Yeah. You can uh, find us on Patreon if you would like to support the podcast. We really appreciate that. Uh, just search The Haunted Heart. Uh, we really appreciate everything. We've got some really cool tiers on there that you can check out. Lots of cool stuff available for you. And if you can't, that's totally fine. We get it. You can always go on to wherever you are listening to us and review us. Review us on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you're listening. Um, and recommend us to your friends. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Recommend us to your friends. Uh, and did we mention Instagram? Check us out on Instagram. <laughs> yes, we did. But what you did. Kenny doesn't usually do the social media sign off, so it's pretty cute to watch you. Yeah. Um, you just Twitter. Twitter. Oh, we're Twitter. at the Haunted that, Heart. That 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 tweet. Tweet. Tweeter. Twitter. Yep. That's the one. Yep. That's it. That's that's the next episode for you. Terror on Twitter. God, there's a lot of material. Yes. <laughs> Instantly so. struck with inspiration. <laughs> Anywho. We're going to go work on that. You guys have a great week. And as always, stay spooky. spooky.